Morning. Test, test, test. Can you hear me? I'm having problems with my computer here and I got no audio on my end. But if you guys could tell me if you can hear me uh, this morning, that would be great. And we'll just roll with it. I don't need to hear the feedback or anything. But uh, yeah, give me a heads up in the audience if you can hear me, if it's coming out because. All right, cool. Cool, cool. All right. Well, let's get started. Um, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. And this is episode 612 of the Lots Project podcast. And it's titled This Weather is for the Dogs. Uh, today I'm gonna be chatting about how the dogs have reacted to this cold weather and the snow, some things that uh are starting to go wrong from the little cold snap, and some observations uh from Facebook that I had yesterday when I was scrolling around and I thought I would bring uh, bring around to you guys. But before that, let's check in with the coffee crew in the live chat, see who's hanging out, grab a cup of coffee, and we will hang out for the next hour or so. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How we doing? That was really weird. Um, no audio back. Interesting. That's um, that's usually how I make stuff work in the morning is I start that intro and I can do all my stuff while I hear the intro play and uh, not today. So yeah, here's to here's the technical glitches. When I opened the laptop this morning, it, there was a big message that said the battery's dead and it just turned off, but it was plugged in. So yeah, laptop is uh, and laptops probably four or five or more years old. So we'll see. We'll see. It's done a lot of work. Ah, new bag this morning. New bag of coffee this morning. Uh, tore into a half pound of light Peruvian. Light Peruvian is uh, is very good. Is very good. Uh, I enjoy it. Enjoy it uh, just about as much as the light Colombian hectare. Um, was there a nicer in there? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you got going on. Let me see who's in the chat, and we'll say hi. Digger says he got up this morning, uh, made it up for a change. Good morning, K Monk, hanging out. K Monk, I got the answer to your question coming right up first thing after we see who's hanging out. Rewilder Life having a good morning, but uh, a little tired, so she is actually drinking caffeine this morning. Hey, hey, buzzed up Rachel this morning. That should be interesting. Uh, Pip hanging in on a Taco Tuesday. Good morning, Pip. Hope Florida's doing all right. Dixon, Chris Dixon stopping by. Uh, looks like a 30-degree swing last night for them. That just sounds silly. That just sounds silly. Lots of cold weather. Hunter hanging out over on Twitch. I appreciate that. And uh, and make sure nobody nobody messes anything up over on Twitch. Hey, Carrie Brown, good morning. Thanks for swinging in. Uh, got up early to get the stove going. It is one of those days, Carrie. It is one of those days for sure. Uh, and the next few, uh, I think tomorrow, tomorrow overnight. Nope, tonight overnight, and then another cold snap coming, and I have that on my list to uh, list to talk about too. So, I like your heat sink, uh, 
if you haven't seen over in strong roots resources started up a uh, started up a telegram group which is about time because the guy's got a following that that needs to hear from him uh but he took his wood stove and he stacked a bunch of pavers uh on either side um carry it looked like about I don't know, maybe three feet, four feet tall of pavers, uh, two towers next to the next to the stove. So as a thermal mass and that that stove heats up, it heats up all those pavers. He says it's been working pretty good. So that is cool. That is cool. <laughs> oh, Pips, that's supposed to be niner as in the age of the laptop. No, I think a five, I think five years. I don't know. I'd have to look. I'd have to look. I know we were on the farm, so that is that. Uh, about three feet each, 22 pavers in each stack. Okay, cool. Yeah, that it seems to be working good. I, uh, I, I think it's a fantastic idea. And when we have a structure that isn't um, determined by the, the, the hallway here and hanging the stove on the wall, I think that's just a fan, fantastic way to... Uh, to store up that heat, to store up that uh, that wood stove heat in a battery instead of it just like flying away out the out the windows or up the chimney stack. So, bravo, man, bravo! That was a, a fantastic idea. Hey, Jim, how we doing? Good morning, Jim. Hanging out from Florida this morning. Thanks for swinging in. Um, like I said, what do we got on the list today? Our dogs are. Um, are absolutely loving this and i think if it wasn't for them well i guess if it wasn't for them i wouldn't be going out as outside as much <laughs> let's let's circle back to the beginning why am i having to go out in the cold five times a day <laughs> it's to take the dogs out it's to take the dogs out no uh man they're they're loving this stuff they are absolutely loving this stuff good morning backwoods butcher but they are made for it well i shouldn't say all of them i shouldn't say all of them um sorry i had to adjust my blanket on my legs here it is it's pretty pretty chilly this morning in the in the trailer but uh we're gonna make it through the dogs are absolutely loving this uh especially walter and norman um they they're made for snow those guys are made for snow clyde not so much clyde got the great dane fur he's got that that um thin 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 fur uh, he's cold all the time, always shivering, always cold. But um, I think he was even excited to see the snow the other night for about 20 seconds until he stood in it and his feet got cold and he wanted to run inside. But man, the St. Bernards, the full, the full-blooded ones, uh, Norman and and Walter, have been absolutely like puppies uh, when they go outside. Uh, this morning, Corey was telling me that she took them out, so Corey takes them out first thing when we get up and then we take them for a walk after the show uh i and then either i take them for walks in the afternoon or Corey and i take them after she's done with work and then i have uh bedtime duty they go four times four times a day i guess um not bad it's not horrible but uh they <laughs> they um she took him out this morning and Walter was the first one out and she comes back in. She goes, yeah, I turned around. He's doing somersaults in the driveway. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Somersaults in the driveway. She's like, oh, I turned around and he's rolling in the snow in the driveway. So she was walking, trying to go take him out so he could take a piss and take a shit. And he's 
rolling around in the driveway in the snow like a uh, like a little kid. So that's that. Um, Norman, since he snow, came barreling out of the camper the other night uh, when it was a little bit uh, when it was a little bit um, just a little bit of accumulating, and he was pouncing around like a, a cat in the all nimbly bimbly in the yard bouncing around and then yesterday when we had the most accumulation uh pretty much all the accumulation he's he's walking and as he's taking like every third step he's dipping his head into the snow and flipping it up into the air so we're walking all three of us and here's the one we norman and i walk in behind here's him just like digging a path in the snow flipping it up in the air with his head and his face is just covered in powder. So at least the dogs are having fun. At least the dogs are having fun. Uh, and that makes it a little easier, I guess. I guess I can look at them and go, hey, guys, I'm sorry it gets to be 100 degrees. I'm sorry it gets to be 100 degrees. And you guys have fur coats on and sweat. And it's just nasty. Enjoy your cold weather. Enjoy your cold weather. Enjoy your snow. You didn't get to see any last year because it's when it melts. I hope it's gone and we never see it again. <laughs> so it's a love, it's a love hate thing. Like I, I can see that it's probably good for them. They're happy. They act, they're acting. Rewild their life says happy puppy. Yeah. They're acting like they are like very puppies again. Except for Clyde. Clyde wants to come in and lay in bed next to the electric heater. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Backwoods Butcher says, sounds like the piglets running around in the snow. Yeah, I think it's any animal and kids. I mean, it's it's a interest. It's a it's a cool thing, I guess. <laughs> it's a cool thing. Um, Jim says, I like, see, I like to see pictures of snow somewhere else. That's a little further down on my list, man. That is, uh, I didn't want to blast in with uh, with the horrific stuff right away. So we're we're going with the lighthearted puppy talk to begin with. Uh, I agree with Jim. I like seeing snow from uh, pictures somewhere else too. Um, early before the show fired up, Kbonk dropped in a question and said, "Whiskey or bourbon in the boys' little emergency kegs?" Asking for a friend. Um, neither neither uh and so here's the deal the barrels on the saint bernards didn't come from anybody that had saint bernards <laughs> as the legend goes as the legend goes uh saint bernards were actually called Alp alpine mastiffs to begin with they they lived there for a long long time no barrels no nothing uh and then all of a sudden in England, someone painted a picture of two Alpine Mastiffs saving a man who was in a snowbank. One was barking to the other and licking the hand of the licking the hand of the man and getting him to turn the spout on this barrel that was around his neck, which wasn't ever there before. It's not a thing, but it's actually brandy. Brandy in the in the barrel. Uh, as legend has it, and that is to save avalanche victims when they go save them. They run up and they give them the brandy to keep them warm until uh, rescuers can get to them. But it's all a myth. It's all a legend. And uh, we just kind of went with it because it was the pro the proto the phototypical, the prototypical um, St. Bernard look. So 
There you go, okay, Bonk. It's Brandy, and uh, the English made it up, even though there were no St. Bernards on mountains in England. So, um, <laughs> uh, there, uh, Rachel and K Bonk talking about how often they have to let their puppies out. Well, you know, ours are uh, ours are are a medium size adult size so uh um, <laughs> they they take a little longer in between pee breaks their their bladders are bigger than Corey's for sure uh jim says edc brandy yeah edc brandy <laughs> i could go one of two ways um <laughs> uh, so so that is that is the legend of the the barrels around the St. Bernard's neck. Uh oh doggy doors. Can you guys imagine if we had doggy doors for our guys? It'd be like half the door, half the door for sure. So the cold snaps going all right. Cold snaps going all right. If we only had to deal with what originally was on the forecast, which it would be over tomorrow um it would get cold tonight it would come up to uh it would come up to mid mid 20s 30s today is supposed to be i think uh i think it was uh low to mid 20s and and partly sunny which isn't horrible and then tomorrow night is supposed to be the coldest it's supposed to get down to two or three degrees right now it's right now it's 10 with a feels like of negative two negative two um is what it feels like outside. That's just disgusting. Never wanted to see below freezing, let alone negative temperatures again. But if it was supposed to be like what the forecast originally said, which would be it would get cold again tomorrow night, and then it was supposed to get into the 30s on Thursday, Wednesday. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is today. Anyway, it was only supposed to be the next two days. And it was supposed to get warm. And then it was supposed to be above freezing. We could get back to normal. And um... <laughs> it was supposed to get back to normal. And then we could just go on with our lives. But now the weather forecast has changed uh, to where we have we have the cold today and tomorrow and then it's supposed to get uh, above freezing uh for the day temperature back down below freezing for the night temperatures and then it's supposed to snap again uh friday saturday sunday i believe where we're gonna have highs in the 20s and lows in the single digits or possibly negatives again so basically another three days of the same thing so instead of three days now uh we have a week Instead of three to four days, we have a week. Uh, seven inches of snow yesterday. I don't see much snow in the future. Uh, what is going to make it miserable is I think the day that it's supposed to be in the mid-30s, we're supposed to get a half an inch of rain on top of the snow. So talk about the roads and the snow and all of that in just a second. But we did get a we did get a strong seven inches um, throughout the day yesterday. And man, I'm glad I don't have to shovel it. <laughs> Uh, Kyle says we do have doggy doors. They're called doors. <laughs> Pip says two weeks to slow the spread of snow. Yep, yep, yep. 
Uh, last night, I was glad. Uh, if you listened yesterday, you you heard that I missed my my fire watch. I missed my fire shift by an hour or so, hour and a half, because my alarm didn't go off. But I woke up because it was <laughs> super cold uh, because the stove was almost out. And then I had to dick around for a good half hour getting it started again because the coals had gotten too low. Uh, I did wake up today because I realized that yesterday, yesterday, last night, no, not last night, the night before, the night that I missed my shift, I had set it for 2.30 in the morning for Sunday. Because it was Sunday when I said it, not thinking that it was going to be Monday when the alarm was going to go off in the middle of the night. And uh, that's why I missed it. So I was uh, I was able to set it for the right day and the right time. And last night I got up and everything worked great. Basically just went out and tossed, uh, tossed several more chunks into the stove. Went and laid back in bed, looked over, and she was away and lit and everything. So it was fantastic. It was fantastic. The stove is... The stove is hanging out and um, it's doing its job. It's doing its job. It is a, it's a little guy. It's a little guy, but he's got a lot of fight in him. And uh, like I said, it's negative, feels like negative three out. It's uh, it's 10 real feel, real temp. And we're, oh, I don't know. I think mid forties or 50 in here. So it's, it's chilly. It's chilly for sure. But we only have this little box over there with uh, with a fire in it, and uh, we're not doing bad. We haven't turned the propane heat on yet. Corey uh, has her electric heater on back in her little office there, and I don't blame her. I don't blame her. the 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 hot air doesn't necessarily blow that direction, and she is um, she's kind of chilly. It's kind of chilly, so she keeps herself and Clyde warm back there with the the electric heater. I suffer up here in the front today. I actually might move in a little closer to the stove because it is, it is a little, uh, a little, a little brisk. Let's just say, uh, up here in the front of the camper too, but that's all right. I can slide over, get some work done over by the stove. It'll be, uh, it'll be nice. But anyway, anyway, we're doing all right. We are doing all right. I kept the, the fire going and everything, everything is working out. Um, speaking of keeping the fire going, it looks like I'll probably end up having to make a treacherous drive out to Jamie's to grab more wood before the end of the, the full cold snap. Um, when I was planning last week for how much wood I needed, uh, first of all, I didn't know we hadn't run wide open for 24 hours. I don't think previously. Uh, there was no time overnight where we we're like, uh, we need to leave it fully open, all the louvers fully open, as hot as it'll go. We would um, stock up the stove at bedtime, neck it down to half, and let it um, and let it rock through the night. If one of us got up to go take a piss or whatever, we would toss some more logs in it. But if it burned out. It wasn't ever cold enough outside where we're, we were like, um, we need to run this wide open all night and make sure we get up in shifts and keep it full. So, A, we didn't really know how long, um, how how to space filling it. I think we've really dialed that in. I think that two to two and a half hours is um, is not a bad idea. I think it, it's a it's a good time. I think when we got up. Last night, every time there was a really nice coal bed and basically stock up the stove and it lit right back up. Um, 
and there was still enough room. Like it, it, it's a balancing act of making sure that it's worth getting up. If it doesn't consume enough wood in the time, uh, in that middle time, like there's, there's no point in getting up cause you can't put very much back in it and you just got to get back up again. Uh, but this worked, it worked it two to two and a half hours is about the, the wide open burn time when it's this hot and there's that good of a coal bed. So that's been working. I didn't know how much wood we would consume uh, in a 24 hour period with that, with that all, uh, with that all wide open. So eyeballing it, trying to figure out and, and estimating more than I need because I have to go out to Jamie's every week to get eggs. I've been getting eggs from Jamie. They've been fantastic farm eggs instead of getting them from the store. Uh, when I go out and see Jamie's chickens, they're scratching around in the leaves and eating all the bugs and, uh, and and all the goodness. So, yeah, I get eggs from Jamie. And so that's a weekly trip. That's OK. I grab firewood. I made a couple extra trips last week because I knew it was going to get cold. Uh, but I thought it was going to get cold for four days. And then I thought we were going to be back to like running the fire in the morning to take the chill off and then running it uh, in the evening to... <laughs> running it even running it uh in the evening to warm it up and then like i said necking it down letting it burn out and and kind of going with that cycle um so i was standing there looking last night as i filled the tote um and as we're coming into the two coldest days and now they've added more cold days into the forecast and i don't know i think i might end up having i might have cut myself short i might have cut myself short uh, been going through, been going through, been going through, um, the different types of wood that were in the pile. And it was more of, so Jamie's pile out there is more of a bonfire slash firewood slash slash slash, uh, where, uh, I think I mentioned it yesterday. Some of the wood burns real hot and some of it's awesome. Most of it's awesome. Uh, some of it's kind of pithy and 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 probably should have been split a little further or cut down a little bit more. And um, so it burns, doesn't burn as hot. Um, softwoods, a little bit of rot, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um <laughs> Rewilder Life says I need some good hardwood. And, and Kyle says, if you think you cut yourself short, you definitely cut yourself short. I don't know. I don't know. It might be all right. Um, it might be all right. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, I am going to uh, probably, uh, when I when I process today, I think will be the, the time that I decide if we're going to need more or not. And it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's, uh, it's normally about a 25 minute drive out to Tim's and Jamie's Jamie lives right next to Tim's property. That's how I met him. If you don't know the backstory of that, he lives at the, the entrance uh, of the easement road into Tim's property that I've been working on. So, uh, getting there could be interesting right now. And I have on my list here to talk about the roads uh, since I lived with uh, snow roads for, you know, the majority of the year when we were in Minnesota. Uh, I was looking at the roads yesterday when we when we uh, took the dogs for a walk. And it's a it's a shit show out there right now. Um, I mentioned we got seven inches of snow. 
Uh, we got seven inches of snow and where I measured was um, on our plastic bench outside. We have one of those fold up like you see on the side of a, a little kid's soccer game. Uh, it's one of our, our folding seating options. Um, so I measured on that. I figured that the plastic was cold enough that when it started snowing, it immediately stuck. So I was going to get an accurate, accurate uh, measurement of how much snow we actually got. And it was seven inches. I, I was I was pretty impressed. I was pretty impressed. But when we were out on the walk, and you see this happen all the time, the road whole held up uh backwoods butcher said it's the first time you've been able to measure seven inches well unless i measure three or four times uh the the roads are a totally different story it was kind of sunny the day before it started snowing so we probably accumulated accumulated a lot of heat into the the asphalt so as that snow started falling, that bottom layer is melted, and then it froze. <coughs> froze on top of the snow. It is slippery as as pig shit, <laughs> turkey shit. I don't know what's the what's the saying. What's the what's the slipperiest shit out there? Whale shit. Uh, it is slippery, and then there's snow on top of it, and then people have driven on top of it. So it's kind of slushed up and then refroze. It's starting to rut. Uh, there's no plows, so nothing is getting moved off the road. And now it's going to get super cold. I've seen this happen 100 times in uh, in Minnesota when we were there, uh, whether it be on the roads or in a parking lot or wherever. It, uh, it's going to get nasty. It's going to get nasty. And then, like I said, uh, in, the, in the forecast, there's a day above freezing where it's going to start to melt and supposed to rain. And then it's supposed to get super cold again, like below freezing for the highs. I'm just wondering how this is going to, um, I'm wondering how this is going to play out. I don't know if Tennessee has any snowplows. I was talking to Corey yesterday. I haven't seen a snowplow on a truck in two years now since we left Minnesota. Uh, I look for them. I look for the 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 mounting brackets. I look for the gear. I look for the palows on the trucks. Uh, obviously, Texas, uh, Texas, no, Texas, no snow, or uh, yeah, no plows. Who the fuck needs a plow in Texas? Uh, here, I didn't think there would be, and I haven't seen any. I haven't noticed any. Maybe they're sitting out in the backyard or whatever. Uh, but I haven't seen any municipal snow plows. I haven't seen any personal snow plows. Um, so man, I don't know what the fuck's going to go on, but then, uh, looking at the forecast after the cold snap comes, uh, tons of, tons of, um, <laughs> uh, tons of rain coming after this. So cold snap over the weekend. And then the first three days after that, that was all that was on the, the long range forecast was highs in the 40s highs in the upper 50s and rain so it's going to melt but it's there's nowhere for it to go we are saturated um 
Hunter says we have a total of three in the state this year. They have a total of three plows in Texas this year. You're welcome. I apologize for the I apologize for the mistake. Uh, and Strong Roots Resources says they don't have a lot, but there's rednecks with gear mounted to their trucks. I've seen a lot of winches. I've seen a lot of uh, different stuff than I would see in Minnesota. Minnesota, every third truck you saw, especially the older ones, had a plow mount on it. With the, whether they had the plow on it, whether it was the two months of summer or when um, it was off sitting in the in the yard or the garage, they still had the mounting gear on it and you could see it. Um, and then in the winter, they just all, they all, all drove around. Backwoods Butcher says, have fun when you're flooding. Dude, it floods here when it rains, let alone with the snow on top, because it doesn't go anywhere. When it rains here, uh, it just puddles. It starts standing, uh, and it doesn't soak in. So I can only imagine what this shit's going to be like. I have no... it. I'm not looking forward to it, especially walking the dogs in the, in the ponds that we're going to have to walk through. Backwoods Butcher says, I've got five plows within 100 yards of him right now. Well, it's 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 good thing that you're comfortable getting plowed. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting ride. It's going to be an interesting ride for sure. Um, uh... K-Bong says New York State plow life was a thing went on as soon as uh, as the leaves dropped uh, the leaves dropped off the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Western New York, man. That's that's yeah. I knew a couple of people that worked for MnDOT or MnDOT, New York State DOT that uh, that ran snowplows. <laughs> Man, those boys, those boys raked in some cash in the winter. <laughs> Kyle says it runs in the family. <laughs> what did you say you're gonna get be getting plowed all day today? You making TikToks? <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it'll be an interesting drive out to Jamie's to to pick up more firewood if I determine that I need to. And I'm guessing um, Jim says every landscaper did snow in the winter. Yeah, uh, in New York. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the thing. Lawns in the summer, driveways in the winter, and that was Minnesota too. If you had a landscaping company in Minnesota, there was no there was no making ends meet in two months a year. So you definitely it was more the snowplow companies did lawn on the side. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, we'll see if I end up having to go out there. It'll be a long drive. Uh, I'm not the 100% confident in our four-wheel drive in our truck. It's uh, It's been wonky since we bought it, and, man, we put it through its paces. So there is that. Um, <laughs> adventure to come. Adventure to come. Um, other than that, little recap on what is working what isn't how uh, how the preps are going how the the prep ideas i guess are going uh so first things first water uh water is i talked about firewood okay first things first firewood we have some we have access to some here on site it's mostly green or the stuff that is dry and deadfall is pine uh, i get kind of sappy and i don't know if i want to deal with that mess 
but it's there if need be. If we can't get out, uh, I have plenty of wood to get. I can walk down uh, down the road across the street here a little bit, and there's a shitload of um, of of deadfall that's been there since we've been here. So I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing that um, that that's super dry. I could just go scavenge some of that. I got no problems doing that if I'm going to be cold. We also still have the backup propane furnace. Like I said, we haven't turned that on yet, and I got plenty of propane. I filled up to everything we had before uh, last week uh, in preparation for this. So heat is good. Corey's got our electric heater. Uh, we still have shore power on. We haven't lost power at all. Uh, I heard this morning that the batteries were topping off through shore power uh, because the solar panels are covered. We wouldn't get any solar, but also have gasoline and propane for the generator in case the power goes down. We can still run the electric heater, the propane heater, blower, uh, and we have that wood stove. So I think as far as heat, um, we're not going to freeze to death. Um, we might be a little uncomfortable if if stuff goes sideways, but... Right now, uh, we're doing all right on the heat side, so that's good. Water um, water was a main concern for me because we don't have the storage capacity that I would like for inside. We just don't have the room. We don't have the, the containers. Um, so that was a concern. What was alleviating that concern is the fact that we have a spigot in the front of uh, out out in front of the camper, and it's in the ground. It's in kind of a sprinkler sump. Uh, the spigot is, and then the the water also out by the road is in, and it's run underground. So, I was hoping that the cold snap wasn't going to bust the pipes. We turned the water off, we drained the camper, we filled up all our jugs with the hose, and then we shut it off and closed it up. And little did I know, the, the landowner stopped by and threw some, uh, some fiberglass insulation in the sump over the spigot. And basically, the spigot is the only thing, the, the faucet head is the only thing out of the ground. So we're doing pretty good there. Like I think, I think um, it'll hold out as long as it can. Last night I went out. We had used uh, we had used a couple of the jerry cans. Um, we I went out and uncovered the sump, got the snow off it, got uh, the insulation out of it, and turned it on and had some water. Was well, like perfect. I'm gonna fill up the jugs while we still can before it freezes and and be prepped up to the top and topped off in case it freezes today, which was supposed to be colder, or tomorrow, which is supposed to be even colder. Um when I went to use the hose, I realized I had made a huge mistake. Um if you heard what I was saying, the the spigot is in the ground. So for 45 years of my life. Every water spigot that I used for outside water for a garden hose was on a building. It came out of the foundation uh, a couple feet above the ground, foot above the ground, foot and a half, whatever. But when you would shut the water off, when you shut the water off at the at the house and you went and you opened the other end of the hose, the hose would drain out because gravity. Sometimes you had to put a little Y fitting on and you had to let the air 
suck the water out of the hose. You open them both. Well, I got a pretty interest, intricate hose set up here. One going over to where the shower was. One going over to where I filled the tank. And so I shut the water off and open all the valves. Water would come out because it was pressurized. It would drain out a little bit. Uh, what I failed to think about was the fact that it was draining back down to the spigot. Um, that didn't happen wherever I grew up and where I've lived. Uh, it always drained away from the spigot. So right at the moment, <laughs> all my hoses were, were full of ice. Not full of ice, but the ends were full of ice where it drained back. Uh, so I couldn't use them. Luckily, I have extra hoses. I was able to dig one up, a short one, which I can keep inside now. I went out and I, I hooked it up to the spigot. I filled up all our jerry cans. So we reset last night, which was nice. Uh, and then I'll try to do the same today. I added some extra insulation to that sump. And then I put the cover back on it and packed it in with snow. Um, and uh, hopefully keep it warm enough. K-Bong says the LifePo batteries don't like this weather either. FYI. Yeah, they're right next to our wood stove. They're 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 in the best spot they can be in the camper and they are inside. So it is, it is what it is. And they don't like this weather. Um, yeah, <laughs> their, their temperature is okay. There's a setting in my, uh, inverter that won't let them charge at, at a certain low temperature. That's all. That was all in my integration, integration instructions with my batteries for my inverter. I appreciate it though. Yeah, we uh, we brought them inside when we would winterize the camper in uh, in Minnesota. When we would put it to bed for the winter, we'd bring them inside and put them on a trickle charger in the warm house. So that is one thing about them. They do definitely not like to play in the cold, but water was working. I, uh, I buttoned that back up. Uh, one other thing that is not working is our doors. Our doors in the camper are giving us fits. Uh, basically, what is happening is the latch. So when you pull the handle, the latch goes in, in and the door opens and you let go of the handle and the latch pops back out and you shut the door and it latches. Well, the latch popping out part isn't happening anymore. <laughs> um, come uh, like off and on. <coughs> so basically, it's freezing inside the mechanism uh because it's humid in here humid ish it's warm it's uh, um it's yeah and as soon as you open the door the latch goes in and as you open it the outside cold air hits it and the 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 latch stays in the door so when you go to shut the door there's nothing to hold it shut so for one of the doors we got one of the doors working uh, the other one is froze up. So basically, we're using the deadbolt to hold the door shut. Deadbolt, open the deadbolt, open the door, go outside, shut the door, use the key, turn the deadbolt, and that's how the door is staying shut. So major pain in the ass, major pain in the ass. I uh, I have some dry, dry silicone spray lube that I'm contemplating trying. Um, I tried uh, heating it up, but I don't think the 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 juice was worth the squeeze 
to do that, I had to sit with the door open and uh, it was just sucking the hot air out of the camper and it's just not worth it. Uh, the, the deadbolt is working. But going forward, I think I really got to gotta contemplate how to keep that from happening. And if it does happen, um, if it does happen again, how to uh, how to rectify it quick. Chris Dixon says, that's why we put a regular doorknob in our RV. Well worth it. Did you change the door? Did you... Chris, did you change the whole door or how did you retrofit that to to take a regular doorknob? Because that does sound well worth it. It really does. I hate the, the door handles on this RV. Uh, and if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know that I had a, um absolute shit show trying to find um trying to find replacement door handles because our rv is the the age of it they were a different size than the standard opening in the door um the standard opening in the door then was a different size than it is now and i basically had to go back to the company that um the company that made them they don't make them anymore, but they had a couple thousand in stock. So I don't even know if these break like they're pot cast metal. It's like shitty metal. Uh, if I yank on this thing hard enough to get it open and the, the internals break, there's a possibility that I won't even be able to order new ones because they might be out of them. So at that point, I don't know. That's that's going to be an interesting adventure. Um, Corey and I are definitely, definitely both on the same page that if we're going to stick, um, <laughs> if we're going to stick, uh, around here, which we think that this is kind of a all year, uh, location for us, uh, the, that, that bug out that main location that we can get back to and make it happen if we need to, we were both under in the agreement that if we had a small cabin, um, if we had a small cabin with insulation and a small wood stove, this would be way different scenario. Um, that this wouldn't be that bad. This, this is hard right now. And this is, um, this is not ideal because we're in the RV and that was never, this is never, was never in the original plans was just to move away from the cold. But, um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we were, we were supposed to move, but you know, as plans change, as we decided we wanted a property possibly, and, and, and really thought about wanting to stay the winter and make sure it was what we wanted. Um, this, this plan came to be, and so we're making it happen. And, um, this just cements the fact that we want a piece of property and um and have a hard structure insulated here if it gets like this and if it doesn't then we can do what we want to do but that's uh that's the goal this year is to have a have a small piece of property and if this this kind of weather comes up again it um it'll be much easier to deal with at that point i think i think maybe not maybe not i can't i can't imagine it would be harder to deal with um and if nothing else, we're still in the RV and it, and we, and it's, it's the, it's, it, it, um, we break even, I guess. 
Uh, Chris Dixon says he played it off the square handle and the square handle. We were able to just install it below. It looks goofy, but it works. Huh? If I can't get the handles, I mean, that's exactly what I'm going to have to do. Just get a couple of uh, blank plates and, and, and block that off and, and just install a whole new, whole new setup. Interesting. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate you dropping that in there. Cause I had never, I had never considered that. Um, uh, what else? Um, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Brown says can confirm winter in a small cabin with a wife and pets is doable. I knew I could count on you, Carrie. I knew I could count on you. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, these, this RV is definitely not meant for this weather. It's not, it's not insulated. Right. Um, I can only imagine if we were running the propane, if we weren't running the wood stove, um, God, this would be miserable. Just absolutely miserable. Uh, with the, the propane heater and how much, um, how nasty that heat is. We don't like it. The accumulation of the moisture, at least the wood stove is, is, trying to keep up with uh the moisture it's drying things out uh as much as possible so we're not dealing with that on top of the cold and the nasty uh we do have ice around some of the windows and the door frames and things like that chris asked if the skirting is holding up good though yeah the skirting is holding up great i'm so glad we put it in because i can't um man when it was when it wasn't even that cold, we were starting to see the difference. We were seeing that the the temperature uh, regulated better in here, that it didn't, uh, when the wind blew, it didn't suck the heat right out of the thing, right out the bottom. Uh, and now with that double layer, with the skirting and then the underbelly uh, cover, it's it's really helping in the bottom. And uh, yesterday I went around and I, I, I pushed up the snow around to the bottom of the skirting, any place where it was uh, gapped or had blown away from the wind. Uh, it just kind of sealed it up. And I, I really think that it's it's making all the difference. I don't think we'd be able to keep up with the heat this well without it. And it um, it's staying in place. Uh, our hooks are holding well outside, which I am ecstatic about. Uh, they were super cheap um, knockoff Chinese stick-on hooks uh, that I think are going to be harder to get off than uh, than I had imagined when we need to take them off to move the camper and put the slide in. But man, they're holding strong. The tarp material is what it is. It's uh, it's not that thick right now. It's very, I don't want to say brittle, but stiff. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, hold on one second. Uh, it's it's kind of stiff, but it, it's working. I think it's blocking the wind, and that is the the biggest thing. It's not an insulative factor very much i think it's just the well the air pocket under there is probably insulating factor but the wind the wind not going uh chris says if the water starts running don't forget to let the air out under there um we never have city water hooked up to the camper we're never pressurized uh i went under i have an access i have an access uh, a couple access places I crawled under the other night and used the the low point drains and the the tank, uh, the fresh tank drains and the hot water drains 
and drained everything out. I left them open. Uh, I'll have to crawl back under there, close them up and, and, um, and get everything back to good. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, let it air out. <laughs> I was like, let the air out. What, what do you mean? Let the air out. Chris says, uh, if the water starts running, don't forget to let it air out under there. Like let the, let it, um, let it dry out. Uh, it's on enough of a slope. I think it'll, it'll, uh, I think it will, will drain, but yeah, that's a good point. Get a, a decent, decent warm day. We'll open it up a little bit and let it, uh, let it air out and dry out a little bit. So we don't get uh, all skunky and, and, uh, moldy. Um, gingerbread farm says crushers love in the weather, but I have had to take four vacation days because I can't work because the truck broke. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's kind of funny. Uh, I'm going to talk about here why we moved and a re re confirmation of why we got the hell out of Minnesota. Um, man, working in this cold, working in the cold, I realized immediately why we left Minnesota. Um, I don't know, probably from decade or more of working out in the cold in the winter, uh, working outside and, um, and working on things where you probably couldn't be properly, properly clothed, uh, not the right amount of gloves or whatever the circumstance may be, just having to be out there a uh, prolonged period of time. Uh, I think I probably did some damage to my hands and my feet. I like I know I did um, in the winters while we were in Minnesota. I really couldn't feel my hands of the winter. Um, they're very they would get very tender, uh, very sore, um, not necessarily arthritis ish, achy. Yeah, but more the skin um, and the nerves. Uh, and so I went out yesterday and was working on the water and of course i was getting my hands were getting wet i had rubber gloves on actually I had two pairs of rubber gloves on and then leather gloves hands ended up getting wet and cold and they started hurting they started hurting again um pain like pain pain nerve pain uh, numbness and aching and i realized that um that's why i left the more it's cold, the more my my body's hurting, my joints are aching, and yeah, I this isn't for me. I'm 45 years old, and I just got beat to shit for the last decade or so, uh, working out in it all the time in those extreme conditions. And if it makes me a pussy or whatever, I don't care. I don't need to deal with it anymore. Um, I'll make it through this. Obviously I, it is what it is. But last night when I came in and sat down, um, man, my hands were on fire, uh, numb, but not numb. Like, Oh, great. numb. I can't feel anything numb as in uh tingly fall asleep, numb pins and needles and on fire. Uh, yeah. So Something going on there, something going on there, but man, it was, um, <laughs> Chris, 
Chris Dixon says Brian rubs his knee and says, yep, she's going to rain soon. Uh, no, I, I don't have that kind of, uh, I don't have that kind of, um, that kind of ability, but man, I realized, uh, I realized yesterday probably what kind of damage I did to myself, uh, with those jobs and being outside. So John Palmer says, good morning. Good morning, John Palmer. Thank you for swinging, swinging in. Um, yeah, so it sucks. I'm realizing that and, uh, why we left. So I think it, it, in this case, uh, Carrie was saying, you know, Carrie was saying it's doable in a small cabin. We don't ever plan on having a shitload of animals. So I think in this scenario, uh, if we had a physical structure, I, I just wouldn't go outside <laughs> unless I absolutely had to, I would just hunker down. I would make sure everything was good, uh, before this week long thing. And I just wouldn't go outside, uh, whether it be to let the dogs out or feed any animals or water any animals and just make do for a couple minutes and then just not go out, not deal with it. Uh, and I'd be perfectly fine with that. So that's kind of the plan going forward, uh, not dealing with this shit. It'd be a hell of a lot easier than in the RV, but it's an experience for sure. It's an experience trying to deal with it, um, trying to deal with it and uh, and make the best of it. But sometimes it gets really hard when uh, when it hurts, <laughs> when it hurts. Uh, guys, make sure uh, make sure while you're hanging out, if you hit that like and um, and maybe the share down in the down in the in the YouTubes, in the YouTube world. Um, let me see what else uh, on the list here. What else is on the list? Oh, Facebook observation. This is perfect. This is perfect. We got about five, ten, five, eight minutes, five or seven minutes left, six minutes left here. Um, so yesterday, I've kind of mentioned off and on that I ended up joining... Um... <laughs> Uh, Kvog asked where one of the pom pom hats is. Uh, they're wet. I think one's behind me on the wall there. You can see it on the wall. Uh, just hanging up, drying. No pom pom, just uh, just regular knit hat. Been wearing them. They are nice and warm. Uh, but you might have heard that I was mentioned that I've joined Facebook groups again. Uh, on the personal on my personal side, the local groups. Looking for a little side work. Looking for some handyman work. This or that. Uh, but basically keeping uh, a finger on the pulse of what's going on in the area. It's nice to have the weather alerts. It's nice to have, like, um, I've, I've picked up, they're going to be doing power outage in, um, power outage in town for a little while, like things like that. So I'm in these groups in the area. Uh, man, yesterday with the snow, the post started about not being able to get to work. I had to call into work and my boss told me that uh, I was going to get points for that, this and that. And I'm reading these things and I'm like, oh man, like you should be able to call into work. And I keep reading and I keep thinking, and I keep contemplating. And I'm like, maybe if you didn't call into work once a week, maybe if you actually went to work and you called in when it was an emergency or when the roads were shitty and you got points, you wouldn't get fired. These people were saying that if I call into work today, I'm going to get fired. And 
like man this is this new shitty attitude this new this new worker mentality playing the game you're like nobody wants to work and i i I really stopped and i thought and i went this isn't new this isn't new at all i i recall and it was going on long before me i'm not saying that this is the first it happened but man back in uh that would have been 2006 ish 2006 um i was at a factory that was a union factory they asked me to be the union steward and i told them to go get fucking bent because there were plenty of people that were playing the points game at that point guys would go in and they would know i can be late one more time and i can be i can miss one more day in the next month and then my points reset my absenteeism resets riding that line and then being angry at the company if their car broke down and they were late and they fired them. Well, you can't fire me for being late. My car broke down. Well, you were late 17 times in the last two months and you missed four days of work. It wasn't because your car broke down. And I was happy to see that there were people in the comments of these posts saying exactly that. Maybe if you didn't call in five times in the last two months, you didn't have to drive in. You didn't have to worry about losing your job if you missed a day because of the snow. You didn't have to worry about if they were giving points for absenteeism on a shitty snow day. You just called in and said, I'm not going in. Yeah. I I was like, oh man, what a what a... It's a shitty time in this country and the, the work mentality is uh, is really bad. And then I said, no, wait, it's been going on. It is what it is. It is what it is. Hey, Kyle, have a good day. Have a good day. Get those kids off to school. Stay safe. Uh, enjoy your plow, getting plowed all day. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Hey guys, if uh, if you are interested in uh, in memberships on YouTube, I, I finally put all those up together. I want to thank Chris and uh, Loco for being like 10 month members. I appreciate that uh, back when I originally sprang out that uh, the, the membership program and then I whittled it down to just that lowest membership. But because I don't hate money, I just threw those out there. I filled up all the spots that YouTube allowed me to everywhere from $1.99 a month to I think it was $49.99 a month. If you really, 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 really like the show, um, go ahead and hit that. Hit that. I think later this week, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the, the logistics. I have to get into the um, YouTube studio at the same time I'm doing this on StreamYard. So it could get kind of wonky. But I believe I can start giving away a couple of uh, of memberships a month, uh, free memberships that they give me as a creator. Thanks, YouTube. They said I can give away my own shit. Um, I give them away, uh, and uh, and they're like one month, one month trials. I don't know. Uh, all the stuff there is minimums. I didn't want to commit to a whole lot of of a whole lot of stuff. But those are minimum things that that, that I'm committing to. Basically, shout outs and um, and priority priority asking questions, uh, things of that nature. But as as the memberships fill up and the people request things and uh, potential potential members uh, say, "Hey, I would do this level if you did this," uh, if it's agreeable and acceptable, and I feel that I can uh, put that into the schedule, I will consider it for sure. 
But anyway, you can check that out. I think you just hit the little dollar sign in the chat or under the screen. I'm not exactly where it is, sure where it is because I haven't been into a uh, into the YouTube side in quite a bit. But that is there. I put that out there. I put that out there. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, we're up here in an hour. So I think we're going to wrap up for this Tuesday. I'm going to try to stay warm. We're going to go on a quick little dog walk because it sounds like Clyde's feet froze when he went out early. So he can't stay out that long. We'll be out for a short walk. And then I got a lot of uh, firewood, more firewood to process. And uh, man, working on video today, staying inside, trying to um, trying to stay warm inside and uh, and keep this trailer from freezing completely. But anyway, guys, I appreciate you all listening. If you enjoyed the show, it's always free to hit that like and share and subscribe to the channel. If you want to return value for value, please consider joining the YouTube membership tiers or listening on any value-for-value value platform like Podverse, Wavelake, or Fountain.fm. Visit thelotsproject.com to find more information or find all my links. And, man, it's a chilly morning. I got to go stoke that fire. I got to get a bigger pile of firewood and uh, try to stay warm. Guys, stay safe out there. If you got shitty conditions, if you got bad roads, stick home uh, or drive safe. It's not necessarily you. That's going to get in the accident, but that asshole that doesn't know how to drive in the snow, stay warm, keep your head on a swivel, have fun. We'll catch up you catch up with you tomorrow.